0: You're listening to the We Don't Want to Wait iZombie Podcast Marshmallow Crossover Special. My name is Robin. And I'm Stephanie. And we are here to talk Veronica Mars. Season 2, Episodes
1: 7, 8, and 9. Alright. Nobody Puts Baby in a Corner, Ahoy Mateys,
0: and My Mother the Fiend. My Mother the Fiend, Yes. And uh little special announcement stuff you don't even know this. Uh but, Oh, what? I'm so excited. Uh, well, this has to do with our podcast. We don't want to wait. Um coming okay. this Friday, we are officially 3 years old. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're in our terrible what? threes. Oh. And you're and, and, and you're already falling asleep on me. I'm sorry, I'm so tired I'm so tired, I'm so tired Uh, And uh, this is also a special episode for us This is episode uh, 150 of We Don't Want to Wait We've done 150 episodes of this show (laughs) And we've been doing it for three years And
1: 100
0: of it was Uh, Yeah, but uh, iZombie Podcast listeners Don't even know what episode we're on We're we're pretty high up there too Um, But Let's start off talking about a little Diane Ruggiero joint called "Nobody Puts Baby in a Corner." The synopsis is: Veronica takes on two cases to find an abused child and to find out why a respected doctor would lie to the police about Logan. So, uh, why don't we start with the uh, the case of who's being abused? Shall we? Okay, if we must,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I just don't. Want- I just don't want to see anything about abused kids. Uh-huh. You know, it's just disturbing.
0: It's just, if, icky. you know, to me, uh, honestly, all of these kids are being abused. <laughs> <laughs> I, we'll, we'll go through it one by one. well first. You know we got we so Duncan asks Veronica for help. He's spying in Meg's stuff and finds out that uh, she was babysitting a child who's uh, being mentally abused. They're making her write a uh, like a uh, like a burn book to themselves, basically saying, "I was bad. I deserve to be punished over and over and over again." So um, Veronica takes case says she's going to babysit all these kids that Meg babysat. To see if she can compare a writing sample to uh, uh, the the book, the notebook.
1: And apparently, every time she babysat, Duncan met her and hung out with her.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, they were going out, you know, for a while. Um, but um, you know, so but I, I don't think they were specifically clear. I got the impression that it was while they were dating that all this babysitting uh, was going on. Yeah.
1: But it was just a lot of it <laughs> Because Duncan was like an expert On everybody's house yeah, And everything that was going on true. And how Meg got into their house and. Mm-hmm.
0: So suspect one is the Fullers uh, We have little Edwin Who gets a You know A very busy schedule um, And Who is Sabrina? Sabrina I, I have no idea
1: it opened with we're looking at something that Sabrina did. It's on the it's framed on the wall, and the mom says, Yeah, Sabrina is quite an overachiever at college. She's just doing this and doing that." And it may not have been Sabrina, but it was a name like Sabrina. It's like we should know what she's talking about. I didn't know who she was talking about.
0: No, I have no idea. I don't remember. I that. guess. Sorry, folks.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Anyway,
0: uh,
1: yeah, this was a this is a uptight. Mom that, yeah, that
0: overschedules Her
1: son, but the child Seems to thrive, you know Sometimes it's just that you you Parent the kid the right way and
0: But he's like a little robot he's, he's just snapping to attention And, uh, you know Like he looks at the clock He
1: doesn't, he doesn't want to break the rules yep. And he's going right by the schedule So who knows
0: what has gotten him to be To this place, because by the end He's painted a little picture to Veronica Which shows him with his head cut off
1: <laughs> With her head cut off? Oh,
0: was her head cut off?
1: I think it was her oh, head. Oh man,
0: I have to look again. I thought it was <laughs> kind of like a he cut his own head off and just a yeah. and also the dad is like, hey, you know, if you want, you can drop on my boat, smoke a J, fool around, <laughs> which is just like, whoa, yeah,
1: and it just says it so matter of factly.
0: Also, he's got a crayon box like- that says Josh Ola, <laughs> and I was expecting to find some sort of trivia about that. But I didn't find anything. Instead of Crayola, Joshua. Well,
1: it's it's like, yeah, I, I, I invite all the babysitters by the <laughs> uh, yacht to smoke a jay yeah. and fool around. Uh,
0: I, th- it, this doesn't actually, you know, he must be like, he must watch a lot of porn videos or something. And it's like, that's just what you do. You invite the babysitters I to the yacht. So. And, and then action happens. Um Suspect 2, uh, we have the uh, recently divorced Ms. Houser, uh, and health class teacher, who is played by Carrie Coleman, who was actually in the uh, the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Um, she was Gwen Stacy's mom in the uh, Amazing hmm. Spider-Man. She was Emma Stone's mom in those movies. <laughs> so, Wow. Well,
1: didn't we see her earlier?
0: Uh, no, she shows up again in My Mother the Fiend. But... This oh, okay. is her first episode, this I is, believe
1: This is our introduction yeah. to her She
0: is the, uh,
1: <laughs> She's the bitter divorcee
0: She kicks a girl out of her class for sneezing too cutely <laughs> Yeah <laughs> But she is uh, She's willing to be honey trapped By the uh, gorgeous uh, uh, Sheriff Lamb And his uh, hot bachelor auction flyer so, uh, Veronica is able to get a babysitter, uh, a babysitting job out of her, even though she initially refused. Um, so we meet Albert, who is just, uh, I want ice cream, scream. And the only thing that's, that, that, that calms him down is, uh, the TV.
1: <laughs> Cause they don't have television. Yeah, right. And then. I, I, those, I
0: don't like those <laughs> and then, uh And then Hauser <laughs> returns uh, and she's got a date With the deputy and then she's like Oh a name like Sachs." <laughs> I don't know what that's <laughs> supposed to mean But uh, So we go to suspect three which is Little Rodney Goodman son of Woody And uh, the way um, Veronica gets over to That house is that she um, Decides to gal pal it up with uh, Gia and have a little Well, she says she's just going to hang out with her, but then it turns out to be a a slumber party. Rihanna on the tube, there's hairbrushes, there's PJs, um, but Veronica notices that Rodney flips out when he spills water.
1: Yeah, and you have to take your shoes off every time you you come in their house. Everybody's
0: got their own little Snuggie basket or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and when the mother comes home, everybody gets real tense.
0: And yeah, we have this really ominous um, Scene where Veronica Is spying on the Goodmans Talking to little Rodney And he's looking really guilty And they walk him off uh, to his room And it's just like, what's going on Mm -hmm. there? But, you know, nothing really I mean, also we discover uh, uh, Oh, Madison is there Madison Sinclair talks to Gia About dating Dick And then Dick and Beaver show up drunk Which makes Veronica leave Mm -hmm. So, uh, Veronica is able to get samples from all three of the kids And so it's time for uh, uh, She and Duncan To go covertly into the Manning house To get that You know That little notebook And uh, it looks like Meg hides invents, hide stuff invents too Which is something that Duncan taught her And um, Yeah they find a, uh, a Notebook that says The path to God is pa- paved in righteousness and that's when we see Duncan pocketing something else that was in the vent. We don't see what that is just yet. Oh, okay. Mm, little envelope. Um, and Veronica looks at the at the notebooks. She's like, "This is not boys' writing. This is girls' writing." Which I'm just like <laughs> sexist. Yeah, <laughs> boys yeah. can write pretty too. <laughs> And that's when Veronica notices that Meg's got a little sister named Grace. They go to her room, and then they find her locked in a secret room behind the closet.
1: Yeah, that's very Whoa. disturbing.
0: We got some flowers in the attic stuff going on in this house.
1: Yeah,
0: and um, and she says, "Daddy says I'm not ready to be tested." <laughs> Which what? <laughs> Um, and yeah, yeah, so Man- Mr. Manning catches them, um, and then Sheriff gets called, and he calls Veronica a filthy lying whore, and-, yeah. and then Lamb takes them out, and Veronica whispers to Lamb about the secret room, but uh, he ends up letting them go, and then just kind of parking ominously in front of the Manning house.
1: Yeah, they're- okay, This. This. there was a lot going on yeah. here. Because, okay, so the dad gets mad and calls Veronica a whore because he gets caught with his child in a secret closet. Right. But, it, oh, that's, that's, just, that's disturbing to me. Anyway, um, I mean, then when Lamb comes yeah. in, Lamb says that his father, he's heard his father say those words or, or mm-hmm. you know, in the same predicament. You know, and you're like... Okay, we know Lamb is a sorry, lazy sheriff. So why did he not arrest, why did he not do the right thing? He halfway did the right thing. He didn't arrest Veronica and Duncan, but, and he parked outside to let uh, the Manning, Mr. Manning, Meg Manning, know that he's on to it.
0: But that's it. It,
1: did not follow through and
0: and arrest him. It was it like it was good. It was cool to see this side of Lamb. This is something we've never seen from Lamb before, which is really weird. Yeah,
1: see him do the right thing, but he he doesn't. But he's
0: also like for once he's taking something really seriously. Like this really upsets. Mm -hmm. And but then he doesn't go back into the house and you know arrest Mister Manning or you know so it. I mean. I don't remember if this gets wrapped up in later episodes but it was kind of unsatisfying to see this episode end and just have this not finish uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: But okay, so I'm reading on IMDb it's under spoilers. Oh boy. This is not really a spoiler. It just I'd forgotten that this happens, but right before Veronica says, you know, look at look in the secret look in the look in the closet there's a secret room, right before she says that He's about to whisper to Veronica something like he's got something planned, maybe, or he knows what's going on. Hmm. He
0: believes her. Oh, I didn't, I didn't catch that, but huh, interesting. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. I feel like something will come of this later. Maybe.
0: I mean, we're not done with the Mannings yet. Um, I mean, because Meg is still in the coma um, at this point. Uh, a little bit of a side plot here. I, I wrote this at the bottom. Uh, we have Veronica also growing kind of jealous of Meg, you know, hearing all this stuff about Meg. And I, I just I, – I wrote this down because one of my favorite parts of this episode was Veronica emailing Wallace about her jealousy of Meg. And then she's like, this is getting too Doogie Howser for me. <laughs> Which is, you know, she's referencing Like typing on a computer and talking to herself But it's also like, kind of like a meta commentary On like leaning on the voiceover A little bit too hard to get into Veronica's Veronica's head (laughs) Uh
1: Uh-huh
0: Um, so This other case, the lying surgeon Um, this is the beginning of what happens In the next episode, which is One of the scariest moments on Veronica Mars, if you ask me, but um Uh, the case of the lying surgeon Uh, Logan Needs help discrediting this guy. She goes to the it's Dr. Tom Griffith. And um, he says, he says, uh, or she says that she definitely wants implants. And then she says, not clown boobs, a generous C. <laughs> clown <laughs> boobs.
1: So I know. Funny. I love that this, that her being flat chested is a <laughs> long, I mean, it's all the way back to the second episode.
0: Yep, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Griffiths like gives her a flyer on body dysmorphia and says, you know, I'm not gonna work on you or whatever. And uh, and then she's wondering if he's just being a nice guy or if he wanted her gone. Um, little side note here: Kristen Bell apparently played a girl wanting plastic surgery and guest when she guest starred on an episode of Everwood. Everwood before uh, Veronica Mars. Yeah, huh. I wonder if it was another I boom didn't job.
1: Know. <laughs> I did not know she was on that show I guess at all. she
0: guessed it on it Um so yeah Veronica Follows into, Griffith into a Tobacco shop and was like oh what did he Buy and then Keith gets mad when he smells smoke on her jacket and Uh she says you know About where she was and he says that was That place is notorious for drug Deals so there's that um, mm-hmm. next thing I have Is gold digging Kendall Um <laughs> I love you, some Charisma Carpenter. I'm sorry every time. Every time it's just like I just I'm so happy we get to spend more time with Charisma Carpenter after finishing yeah. Redemption Cast. You know, uh, yeah. and you know, especially how we finish Redemption Cast, which is without Charisma Carpenter. But um, mm-hmm. so yeah, there, uh, Veronica and Duncan watching Big Lebowski, and Veronica doing the dude quotes. That was really cute. Yeah. And- These lips. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, then Duncan smacking on her neck. I'm like, Bleh. like this is in my earbuds. I don't like hearing this.
1: <laughs> but you know, I don't hate Duncan. No,
0: I no. don't.
1: I don't dislike no, Duncan. He's a good guy. Yeah, I'm enjoying Duncan and Veronica. Where the first time I watched this, I couldn't stand him. All I wanted was, you know, I just wanted uh, Logan, Logan, Logan.
0: He's doing mysterious things. I gotta say. I mean, you know, there's stuff we're going to talk about later But, um, well, let's just Like, okay, so Kendall shows up as Logan's room service Um, Veronica
1: Recognizes Veronica from
0: The the gym iPod girl
1: Gym girl, iPod (laughs) girl with the waxy Your boyfriend (laughs) Small world
0: Um, So, yeah, Veronica is disgusted And Duncan is pointedly not disgusted He's like, you know, this is
1: Kendall's cool She's, cool. she's, she's, she's like not. us She's one of yeah. us She's young
0: um,
1: And uh, Veronica's like Oh, ass slaps and high fives <laughs> Maybe she'll buy some beer <laughs> That's right
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, So Kendall and Dick and Beave uh, Find out that uh, Well, the boys have trust funds And Kendall got nothing And so
1: Yeah, the lawyer says She says, well, what do I do? And he said, well, what did you do
0: before? <laughs> She was broke, so they the boys have to figure out a way to get their get permission to unlock their trust funds early, um, and then mommy comes home. Mrs. Casablancas, which um, I thought there was going to be more uh, with her, but she she's there for like one scene. Mm-hmm. Um, she just says she wants them to be responsible. So yeah, they get the money. Yeah,
1: she doesn't want them to come to her
0: <laughs> house. Yeah. Ugh. Um. They get the money. Dick gives me, uh, Kendall a maid outfit, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then Kendall goes to Logan and is like, "Okay, so this is my this is my uh, pot of gold here." So I gotta. So she acts all super in love with him, and he sees all sees right through it. And uh, she's, "What am I supposed to do?" And he says, "Frankly, my dear, you know the rest." <laughs> <laughs> and so. Um,
1: she goes and gets in bed with Duncan Yeah, she
0: strips for Duncan And yeah, strangely that scene ends You know, you don't know what and happened And we don't know what Duncan and does And then later, uh, when, um Yeah, later, Ken- Kendall leaves later Well, we, So we don't know when she le- What time this is, how long she's been with Duncan mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Logan tells her to get a job And she says, this is my job <laughs> And then, pointedly, Logan, uh Asked Duncan about Kendall right in front of Veronica, and he says she just needed my help with something. So, hmm.
1: Yeah, we're supposed to be distrustful yeah. of Duncan, but I—I I don't know. I—I I think it's a. What do you call it? A red herring. You I think. think. So? Yeah, I think he's pretty devoted to Veronica. But, but I mean, he is. But he's still like obsessing. <sighs> Oh Meg, you're like, why is he so obsessed with Meg? I tell you,
0: if I was a, a young teenage uh, boy, <laughs> like, and Charisma my carpenter was in my bed <laughs> naked, <laughs> just be like, <laughs> I don't know, I probably yeah, wouldn't be thinking about my high school girlfriend at that point, but
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a very, uh, it's a very tempting. Holy
0: cow! Uh, there's also a little tiny thing I want to mention this before we go on to the next episode uh, Woody tells Keith about How he's going to like upgrade Neptune And incorporate the wealthy part of the town And wants Keith as the chief of police And Keith says he, he's not oh, even yeah. sure If he'd be able to live in that part of town <laughs> It would be way too expensive So there's that
1: It would be a very very small town mm.
0: So that's probably a, a thread That we're going to explore further In the future um, so, uh, shall we get on to Ahoy, mateys? Um, okay. by John Embaum and Kathy Belbin. Um, Veronica and Keith try to uncover who is tormenting the family of a student that died in the bus crash. Meanwhile, Veronica's investigation into Felix's death leads her into a pit of vipers. <sighs> okay. <laughs> this was... This was... this whole, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: This whole Felix... This is very confusing. I, it's very hard for me to follow.
0: <laughs> yes, it's true. I had to kind of back it up and go, what, what? What
1: now? Let, okay. Because I was like, what, where was Weevil at this time?
0: Uh-huh. Let's talk it through. Yeah. Okay. So uh, okay. Veronica tells Logan about the cigar store and uh, you know they're not sure if this, guy, this doctor is a, a pipeline to prescription drugs or not. And Logan says something about going into a cell. And I just wanted to mention that... Um, in the original script, uh, he didn't want a bottom bunk in Fisty mcfist cell. And standards and practices didn't allow this phase, phrase, but somehow strangely did allow its arguably more explicit replacement, Fisty Ra- mcrapes a <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which just makes no sense to uh, me at all. <laughs> standards and practices, you're so weird. Um. So Veronica digs up uh, some info... Uh, oh, I—I I, I should mention Connor Kent actually tries to buy some drugs off of Weevil. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and much like
0: Superman, he gets his shirt ripped, but there is no S symbol. Um, most people know this kid as the kid from High School Musical, <laughs> as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucas Grabeel. Um, I think he's known as Kelly in uh, uh, in the cast listing. So. Kelly. Okay. He's an niner
1: Well, he bought some drugs. He bought some acid or something from coke. a coke. Oh, well, it was I coke. So, yeah. From a from a PCA. From a
0: brown person, he says.
1: Yes, he didn't know which one it was.
0: <laughs> so Evil scares him off by ripping his shirt and then threatening to steal his rims, <laughs> which is just like yeah, le- leading like, into no, the stereotype well, to rims. just really get at him, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really reminded me of... Are you, are you watching True Detective?
1: Uh, we get oh,
0: Okay, time, well, Marshall, is like, constantly threatening um, the people he might potentially arrest uh, to, that they're going to end up getting raped in prison by, you know, black people. You know, just to kind of lean into the racist stereotypes to horrify them more, you know? Mm. Yeah, sad. Uh, so... Uh, So Griffith Dr. Griffith was reprimanded for Inappropriate off-site practice In a case brought against him by Danny Boyd So Logan brings Veronica To visit Danny Boyd And did you recognize this guy?
1: Yes Taylor Sheridan
0: He is an actor Uh,
1: But he's mostly a writer Right, Sicario And he did direct did he direct Sicario? No, he wrote
0: Sicario, Hell Highwater and, and Sicario 2, Day of the Solidado Or something like that but he, Oh,
1: that's the one where Trump gets all this uh, Women taped up And uh, prayer rugs in uh, At the border Yeah, he what, this watched that movie? movie
0: Oh, that's what he yeah. got the idea from Okay
1: yeah, he keeps talking about these women taped up and these prayer rugs at the border and something else. And these are, and people have realized that's not real life. That was in a movie. <laughs>
0: um, Yeah.
1: But anyway, oh, he also wrote Wind yeah, River. Wrote, that was a pretty that's, good movie. That's the one he
0: wrote and directed. And, uh, yeah, I do okay. like, that. Well, I like Hell, and High, Hell or High Water too. I never saw the second Sicario, Sicario, but I did see the first one.
1: I didn't, I don't think I saw the first
0: Sicario. Um,.
1: But he's, he's getting getting paid Doing the
0: movies mm-hmm. I just love like his first Well first off They named him Danny Boyd And he's like part of like this Irish gang Oh Danny Boyd um, And then when, when <laughs> Veronica shows up His front door he's like tell me you're 18 Oh like I care <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and then he notices. Then he says something about, "Oh, there's only one thing. Obviously, you need to get plastic surgery for." <laughs> oh
1: yeah, the uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you don't need any plastic surgery except for the obvious.
0: <laughs> and yeah, Veronica like just follows this stranger into his backyard, past an angry pit bull, into like a uh-huh. gr- a, a building behind his house. Like, what a, t- is she, an idiot or what the hell? She really does step into a pit of vipers This is the River Styx The home of the fighting Fitzpatricks And he talks about how the doctor Operated on him after he hurt himself Playing pool, basically (laughs) And that's when we meet Liam Fitzpatrick Um,
1: Yeah, see This guy, Danny Boyd Was dumb uh to let Veronica Into the pit of vipers Pit of vipers?
0: (laughs) Number Six. six. <laughs> I just keep calling it a pit of viper because that's just what I'm thinking of it. Like these, this is like the worst place that she could ever be.
1: Yeah, and okay, so you're talking about how he and that this guy kind of attacks Veronica and is going to taser and going to and sca- really scares her. What is that? What no, he does?
0: She. What is okay, he doing? so. So she she says she's a girl named Lori trying to pr- get plastic surgery. Another girl's like, no, that's Veronica Mars. That is like the son of Keith Mars. And that's when Liam is like, oh. And then he just like grabs her. Uh, no, Danny tries to grab her. She tases him and Liam grabs her and slams her down on the pool table by by her freaking throat. And then that's not a taser he's holding. That is a tattoo gun he's going to. He's going to tattoo her face, oh. which is I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say one of the I mean yeah Veronica stuck in a fridge with on that's on fire was pretty scary but I think this is scarier than that this is really scary. it
1: is and I know it's very it's different it's pretty severe yeah. for the show but I think it's to show how dangerous the fighting Fitzpatrick oh yeah
0: are. I don't want her anywhere near these guys
1: yeah we're kind of you know the PCHers, they're kind of. It's good to have them on her side yeah. They're very helpful But this group Is dangerous they are,
0: Yeah super dangerous And I, I definitely want to mention Liam Fitzpatrick Played by Rodney Rowland um, Who was in Space Above and Beyond But I am no—I know it mostly as uh, Ed Gers From the X-Files episode Never Again The guy with the talking tattoo Don't remember that episode Okay I don't know. (laughs) Scully ends up going on a date with him, and then his tattoo's like talking to him, and he ends up nearly killing her. Oh, so good. That's like one of the best ones. Anyway. Okay. Jodie Foster was the voice of the tattoo. Do we need to rewatch this again? Okay. No. (laughs) He was most recently, uh, for us at least, uh, he was...
1: Oh, wait, stop. Can we stop? This is talking about X-Files. Okay, I found out that in Las Vegas, there is an X-Files, as well as a Buffy the Vampire Slayer slot Play game. them
0: both, please. I must,
1: I must play yes.
0: these things. Uh, I was going to say, most recently for us that we've talked about him, um, he was in an Angel episode. He was in um, the fifth season premiere uh, called Conviction. And he was like a scumbag client that pretty much like ordered Angel around. And said that, you know, he's got to do his bidding because that's what Wolfram and Hart. Anyway, look it up. (laughs)
1: Does (laughs) that (laughs) ring (laughs) a (laughs) bell?
0: Steph podcasts about stuff and puts it in the recycle bin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was like, why have I looked up? I've looked up this this guy like three times at least in podcasting. But anyway, um, so yeah, Logan steps in. Says he's got nine one one on the line, and Liam's like, "Whatever, call him." And that's when Logan pulls a gun and says that he's had a very bad year. Mm-hmm. And freaking again, super scary because they they just kind of like let Veronica go, and she just like backs, she like jumps off the table and runs to Logan, and it just like you'd see her turn around, and you're waiting for like some sort of like snappy line to come out of her to kind of ease the tension. Mm-hmm. Like she is. But she's scared. She she's so scared, um, and yeah. ends up leaving.
1: I mean, because you think, okay, you know, her going into that bar, being led into that uh, the river sticks, river sticks. They're like, you know, Veronica can handle herself. She can. She's been in some sticky situations. She's always got a plan. Right. She could. She's pretty smart. But yeah, I think this was pretty stupid for her to go in there and. And uh with Logan bring you know, has a gun. Like, this is serious. Yes. Logan, what are you doing?
0: And she yeah it's like the adrenaline's pumping through her, and then she gets into Logan's car and just boom, she starts crying. And then yells at Weevil for, yells at Logan for having a gun. And you see that he's got Yeah. An
1: it, her and Logan are slowly <laughs> becoming uh, frenemies. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pretty
1: much. Their their relationship is changed. But again,
0: this kind of reminds her of the reason why she broke up with them. This is you know, yeah. he's carrying a gun around. What the heck? So, yeah, I have this next part in bold because I really wanted to talk this out with you because I bet this is probably where you got confused as well. Veronica accuses Weevil of working for the Fitzpatricks and says, They're scratching your back. How are you scratching their back? Um, They're scratching your back. Yeah. Um, so was this like, you're like, cause I, I remember going, what, what, why, why is that?
1: No, I can't tell you how I knew that Weevil somehow got, uh, it's,
0: <laughs> it's the girl, it's the sister. The sister, whose sister?
1: Somehow the drugs that little Clark Kent bought. Oh, are you,
0: are you, are you, came are you from- going to reference something in the future?
1: I thought this all came out. What? No. Okay, so how, okay, you tell me how is. Let me tell you, I can, I know that how the PCHers are. Okay, you tell me because I don't know. I'm trying well, to say I don't know, I'll but it, made it, made it sense out, at the honestly. time when while I was watching it, it made sense, but I can't tell
0: you right. <laughs> it's now. So convoluted because that's something it has has to do with Felix's death. It has to do with Curly. I mean, it's it's all like I I honestly. I really do need to go back and just like kind of read through the wiki some older episodes. Maybe somebody in the group will go like, okay, let's lay, lay it out here. Because what it comes down to is Weevil finding out that some of his boys are selling drugs that are coming uh, to the you know they're they're selling them for the Fitzpatrick's. So okay. Veronica thinks that Weevil is a part of that. Weevil knows nothing about it. Okay, and. And this makes Weevil wonder, like, well, what else do I not know? So he ends up asking Thumper, uh, which is a name I
1: who the heck I I had to I had to
0: look up. Like, okay, who's who? So Thumper is the bald guy. (laughs) Okay. He okay. He asks about the night that Felix died, and Thumper says, while Weevil was knocked out, Felix went for Logan's keys. You know, leaned over him. We see we see a flashback, and Logan pulls a knife and stabs uh, Felix in the stomach, and they collapses.
1: So Logan does kill Felix,
0: according to this flashback.
1: But okay, but also okay the the doctor the witness is not. You know, Logan said this is not the guy.
0: So the Fitzpatrick's are trying to cover up for the fact that uh, Felix. Died. They want to blame it on Logan.
1: So, so the Fitzpatrick's killed Felix.
0: Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe the Fitzpatrick's caught them on the bridge. But the thing is, like, a like Weevil doesn't know anything about it because he's knocked out. um, How did Weevil get knocked uh, out? Logan. He kicked him right in the head. Remember when he came off the bridge (gasps) there? Oh, Weevil just went right down. (laughs) Um. Yeah. So Thumper says this story. And he also mentions that the last two on the bridge were Hector and Bootsy. So again, he's two, n- another couple of people that we don't really know <laughs> know much about. We don't know these PCHers very well. Um, so yeah, Logan gets jumped and kidnapped. It's you know it's the People's Corps, PCHers, and ski masks. I believe one of them Stumper, uh, maybe the other one's Hector. Um, they hold the phone and say um, they they threaten to shoot his hand and kind of play like Russian roulette to make him swear. Uh, make make him uh, uh, Admit that he, he killed Felix And he swears he doesn't know And then they move the gun to his crotch And um, then they uh, Hang up the phone, toss him on the beach And it looks like Logan did some Sleight of hand and grabbed the phone As he's being hauled out of there And then calls the last number And it is Weevil And uh, Weevil says, is this done? And Logan says, it's just getting started
1: What? And I know it's like it keeps it keeps escalating mm-hmm. between the two. Yeah.
0: I mean, I figure you know, I mean, murder is a pretty big escalation, escalation. But um, then again, you know, who knows if either of them were involved in it? But definitely burning down Logan's entire estate is, is a pretty extreme.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: stealing grandma's house, and now they're like you know holding him at gunpoint and beating him and. Yeah, it's it's crazy Bunch of high schoolers This is like Riverdale stuff
1: Uh, (laughs) No, it's not
0: (laughs) Riverdale gets pretty dark, doesn't
1: it? Oh, it's so dumb (sighs)
0: It's such a stupid Anyway, on to the case of the pirate radio ghost Uh, Um, So uh, the Oliviera's family is getting tormented. Uh, Their son Marcos died in the bus crash, but ever since then they're getting toy buses, they're getting pictures rearranged. The house smells like his cologne. There's mysterious voicemails from Marcos. Um, So uh, you know.
1: Okay, pause. mm. How many freaking people were on this third
0: <laughs> bus? I know. If you go back, it doesn't. It seems like a handful, yeah. You know, when you look at the actual, scene. It, yeah, it, was,
1: it looked at it. It was only a
0: handful. <laughs> it's just every day, it's a new person. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Olivierists think it has something to do with the fact that they're suing the school, and maybe it's the school administrators. All like,
1: yeah. I mean, that's that's really sad, <laughs> disturbing that somebody would just torment. Grieving parents
0: uh-huh. like that. It's a thing that I mean. Of course, um, what was it like? An entire board was tormenting. Who are they going after? Gosh, these episodes.
1: Yeah, that would be pretty bad. If a so, now it's school. Systems. A whole bunch
0: of school administrators. Um, so, uh, yeah. One kid, one kid says in a Neptune Navigator. He says that the, no one really knew Marcus. We'll we'll meet that kid later. But um, Veraka goes to the yearbook, and it, he's not even in the yearbook. It says not pictured. Um, she gets an email from a girl saying Marcus is nice, but couldn't say anything. She's got a jealous boyfriend. And meanwhile, Keith finds an MP3 player under Marcus's mom's car, playing Marcus's voice over the radio. Uh, that MP3 player is paid for by Neptune High. So again, it's thrown back at Neptune High. Mm-hmm. Um, we also meet uh, Principal Morehead. Um,
1: yeah, I didn't really realize that Clem Clemens, Clemens. was. Yeah, I forgot. I just I was just assuming he was principal. I like I didn't pay that. attention
0: yeah. to that. And the way Morehead talks, it's like, yeah, this is what I've <laughs> I pay Clemens for it is to keep you out of my hair in particular. <laughs> um, but all he says is that you know we take this lawsuit very seriously, and that's all all they're going to really say. Um, And, uh, you know, he mentions the lawyers Simon and Stearns Um, So Veronica asks Mac About the mp3 recording And it is from um, A a pirate radio show Called Ahoy Mateys And uh, so we find out that Marcos is a classic uh, Pump up the volume case (laughs) quiet at school you know quiet Christian Slater with the, the glasses on and then when they get he gets home he's happy Harry hard on you know playing Leonard Cohen and the Pixies you know but instead it's their Captain Crunk and imitation crab that's that's their names Crunk <laughs> um, always dropped bitter tirades and all of a sudden the show went off the air for four weeks and they got back Captain Crunk was gone. And um, oh, this is where Mac challenges Veronica to try having a conversation with her wa- without asking questions, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. <laughs> but I love, I love it. Like Mac is kind of challenging Veronica, like like Wallace was, but Wallace gets more like emotional about it. Whereas Mac is like, listen, if you're going to just talk to me like like this, you're just going to have to give me money. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, the Veronica and Mac Track the pirate radio to Clemens house And we find out it's uh, it's uh, Butters, otherwise known as Vincent, who is Imitation Crab And um,
1: That was pretty, yeah, okay Now, this was hilarious Where they were standing at the door They were like, you know, you got a plan Yeah, I got a plan Well, the door opens and it's the vice <laughs> principal Clemens and Veronica Who usually is, you know good at this like improv thing she would didn't know what to do because it was a shock that it was the principal's the vice principal's house and so they have to pretend to oh we're just wondering what butters i mean vince is <laughs> doing we need homework help then they imply
0: that man has a crush on him which gets yeah, him in the, door. And the
1: principal. <laughs> yeah and the principal is so glad that that his kid has friends yeah. over
0: um, so yeah, Veronica like, says like Okay, obviously you made a deal with your father To keep the station going If you give your dad recordings of Marcos A key to his house And technical know-how, how to torture the parents I'm like, what? I mean, Vincent is like, no way <laughs> And I think I was thinking the same thing I was like, really? You think Clemens would do all this <sighs> awful stuff? I just Yeah um, But he says Marcos went away for four weeks Came back weird, and then the bus crashed and it turns out that that he went to camp self quests rather than ElfQuest.
1: Ah, uh, a
0: conversion.
1: Yeah. <sighs> um. Yeah. This the whole the whole thing. I was I was thinking. Okay, if the parents are faking this, this is going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. And then it turns I, I, with the way it turns out. Yeah, he, he earned it with you know you. You turned. You took your. You you traumatized your kid by sending him to, gay conversion camp, and now he's dead. It's your fault. I blame mm. you, and I and that's why I'm tra- terrorizing. Like I buy that. That's that works for me.
0: Right, and it's weird. Like Keith Keith busts the neighbor who comes in there, and he's got cologne on, but um. You know, he just comes over for beers so yeah it turns out that mr carlos oliveiras marcos's dad like i guess at first you know with the recordings that vincent was not vincent um ryan uh, mm-hmm. was planting who was in love with marcos uh to just kind of torture them for you know Making him go to this camp, which then made him want to do things like go to a baseball game and with his, with a bunch of kids in order to impress his parents like he's got this like long like he is dead because this 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 this, and this lets this, this this all comes back to the parents so I'm gonna to torture the parents
1: yeah i am okay with that, yeah.
0: <laughs> um but then you know Mr. Ovieris is taking advantage. Of this and suing the school And it turns out that he's Planting his own Buses and I don't know maybe he's telling it I, I wasn't quite clear on how much Carlos was behind he, it
1: and, and something about fish food I'm not sure I got lost in yeah. there But something about maybe the parents did it the last time I guess that
0: The last time? I what the last know. bus crash?
1: No the last bus hidden in there. Oh apartment. yeah yeah
0: and leaving the little Letterhead which of course had the lawyers Letterhead on there mm-hmm. With the alarm code on there to make it look Like some blatant evidence That the school was definitely doing it so they can Get this money
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I also love that Vincent tells Veronica that Marcos wasn't Gay he was a playboy loving booty hound And Veronica says do me a favor never Describe me <laughs> <laughs> Which I just love uh, So um That's it for that case. We do have a little bit more Duncan stuff. Duncan has this wild dream where Meg is like guilting him about leaving her or something. And then Veronica just kind of steps out with this like see-through netted top and being like a total bad girl.
1: Yeah, it's almost like he has – oh, he's like – what am I trying to say? Made Meg into a –
0: Angel or something Yeah She's the, Veronica's the devil But Veronica is yeah. a temptation Whereas Meg is like Perhaps somebody that uh, he feels He has a responsibility to Perhaps Maybe <laughs> We also see the letter was addressed to Meg From a Chris Tally, And it says private and confidential And uh, he opens Chekhov's letter And he says oh my god And that's where the episode ends <laughs> Who is Chris Talley? I we know. don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, so I should do my spiel here. I do want to remind you, to all listeners, to check out the app from our friends at TV Time. If you want to join a global community of TV watchers where our podcast, among others, is currently streaming, download the TV Time app today. Go to TVTime.com for more details. And uh, we're also a member of the TV Talk Network, so make sure you check out TV Talk for more podcasting fun. That's TVTalk.fm. And now... We get into my mother, the fiend, which is the one that's most recent in my memory because I watched it last night. <laughs> uh, synopsis is: uh, after reading her mother's school records, Veronica discovers that Celeste Kane might have had a secret baby in high school. Written by Phil Klemmer and Dana Lynn North. Um, so I have this all separated into different stories. Um, the smallest one being just basically Veronica finds that frozen rat in her in the freezer and asks Keith about it, and is feeling kind of guilty. And uh, that you know, she thinks that maybe she was a target, and maybe she was being considered the rat. And also, Keith is feeling guilty because he feels that he should have won that sheriff's uh, yeah. campaign. You know, and kind of probably feels powerless. Wants to help. Wants to solve this case, and it's not not happening. Uh, so, um, our next smallest plot is uh, I call it unlikely allies, and we have more. Logan Weevil drama Logan and the O-9ers beat down Weevil And then put him on the flagpole And um, then
1: Okay who was Weevil put Oh Wallace on the flagpole the first yep.
0: episode <laughs> Yep And
1: Oh, cause oh, this is where oh, uh, this is where they have the babies. Cause Veronica is walking by and she says, "Okay," and she turns the baby's head towards <laughs> Weevil and says, "This is first life lesson: what goes around comes around."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um,
1: okay. Even though the baby story is so overdone and it's like mandatory that you have to do it,
0: there was some funny. What stuff. in high school dramas <laughs> like your? Yeah. yeah. Usually, it's like an egg. But let me tell you. I would be so pissed off if my kid came home with one of these things. and Like the way they're describing it, it like keeps them up at night.
1: Yeah, it's like a, like real, a baby. real baby.
0: It's called they call it baby, think it over. <laughs> That's what his, <laughs> the brand name is called. But uh, man, if my kid came home with one of those, I'd be like, I'll find the batteries right now uh, and turn it off cuz I am not going to listen to that. I've been through that already, and yeah. it's
1: not happening again. Yeah. Is this is why children yeah, grow up.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're a teenager now, and I definitely don't want you staying up all night. You need school. You need sleep for school, right? Well, what kind of class would do that? Like that? Just see. Yeah. Honestly, I'd love to hear. Well, from
1: and Ed. you have to be. You have to be a rich school to
0: afford. Must this. be. Yeah,
1: I think my my child did a flower, a uh, like a five pound flower.
0: This pack. is like a, a a child with like a, some sort of like smart chip where it's like it recognizes whether it's being lifted up. It recognizes, you know, mm-hmm. t- Veronica, like slams it face first on the counter and Keith <laughs> lifts it up and starts cr- cradling it to make it feel better. Um, they have to feed it. Uh, yeah. I, I would love to hear from any of our listeners, um, you know, tweet at us, Facebook chat us, let us know if this is something that actually happened in your high school. Cause I think this is just something that got invented for TV. Cause it's either eggs or like you said, bags of flour, Uh, Mm -hmm. Just like Yeah it's got to be like a rich school Yeah, Mm -hmm. If you had to take care of a a Robot baby For for a year in (laughs) high school Let us know and uh, you know Also let us know if this was like a private school And if you can lend me some money So so, yeah uh, Anyway back to Weevil and Logan Um, They talk angrily in the bathroom And Weevil says he didn't shoot through Logan's uh, truck window and Logan says he didn't mm-hmm. kill Felix, and Weevil says he wants a truce, truce but they got to work together on this, but they got to keep it secret. So they end up fighting it out to preserve you know, the illusion that they're still
1: fighting. I love it. I love Weevil and Logan. Weevil and Logan have as much chemistry <laughs> as Logan and
0: Veronica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're great. Uh, yeah, I and – yeah, you know, they were great last season when they were doing all those detentions together and it was sad to see like, mm-hmm. you know, them coming to I mean, you could tell, like, there are some really hard punches they were throwing at each other.
1: hmm Yeah. And then when they when the fight was broke up, the uh PCHers were like, Yeah, we will just mop the floor with that boy. If it's me, I'd have killed him, Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. you know, that, so everybody believes it. Yeah, he believes that they're still. Yeah, I
0: know. I noted Thumper is impressed, but Hector was not so much impressed. Like he was, he was thinking that Weevil should have done a little bit more damage. Uh, So we'll see where that goes to in the future. Um, My next, um, my next subplot here uh, is I titled it Beaver Incorporated. So he's, he hires Mac to make up this website for Phoenix Land Trust, and he says it's got to be like Fortune 500 caliber. And Mac's like, show me the money, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, that was some uh, flirting going on. Yeah,
0: of. I see a little chemistry there for sure. They're, they're very cute.
1: Yeah, Beaver was trying to – I mean Cassidy was trying to be – he was trying to be cool. Yeah. He's trying to be grown up.
0: Um, so… Uh, you know, this also involves Kendall because, um, you know, Beaver, well, Kendall's still needing a job. She shows back up at Duncan's trying to seduce him and he, and I love how disgusted she gets at the creepy baby too. She's like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> not what oh, I want. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And then she says she wants to take Duncan for a ride and, and says, uh, you don't need oh. sex ed. I am sex ed.
1: <laughs>
0: and that's when Logan shows up with Trina. And let me tell you, I have that this scene is the happiest I've ever been as a Buffy fan <laughs> to see Allison Hannigan and, and Charisma Carpenter playing two different characters in the same room, but still like yeah. being like like super nasty to each other 'cause they it's like they have to play characters that completely hate each other. <laughs> yeah. And,
1: just going back and forth.
0: It was oh, great. Just Willow and Cordy in the same room again. It's just oh, <laughs> so great to see. Trina is not very impressed with uh, Kendall um, So the last part of this whole thing Is uh, uh, Beaver asks Kendall About uh, how she's selling Her dad's things Or his dad's things And offers her mm-hmm. a partnership And to be the face of Phoenix Land Trust So I don't know if it's such a good idea To be putting this company In Kendall's name uh, I'm I'm a little worried Where this is going mm. Um, but yeah, they're. I think that it ended with uh, Mac showing Beaver the website, and they're definitely very flirty. And then he tells her to change the name. Oh, that's right. She says she shows that he's like CEO on the website and says chicks dig scars and acronyms. <laughs> hmm. So let's get into Gossip Girl '80s edition. <laughs>
1: Gossip Girls. A- this is
0: what I called this case: Gossip Girl '80s edition. <laughs> Okay. All right. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? Leanne and everything no. we find out about.
1: The- uh, okay. <laughs> okay. This was weird.
0: So it starts off really weird because yeah, Clemens is asking Veronica for all his keys. He's calling her back on what happened like episodes ago when um, she broke into his office to get those drug tests. And
1: that was season- that was episode one of the season.
0: Wow, it's so crazy they called back to that. And, um, she's, he's like, he could suspend her, but that would ruin her scholarship chances. So he's just going to give her detention and brings her into this room, uh, piled with records, permanent records and says, she's got to, uh, sort them all. And, uh, I love the, she says, I I can use magic. I I can't use magic. Right. (laughs) Which, uh, is actually a call back to Harry Potter. Um, Uh, Half-Blood Prince actually came out Or the the, uh, book came out the previous year And Harry Potter got the same kind of uh, uh, Detention task Which was a sort of all these files Um, So yeah She finds her mom's record And finds that she was suspended For spreading rumors with Ms. Hauser Uh, Hauser says that a lot of people were hurt Because Leanne couldn't keep her mouth shut And Veronica asks Clemens what happened, and he said he was a young science teacher. Moorhead was vice principal, and uh, mentions um, that Mary Mooney was uh, somehow involved, and uh, she's the lunch lady there. So Veronica asks Mary through sign language, and Mary seems to spell out that uh, Leanne was a fiend,
1: Mm-hmm, which I thought, that's an odd word. To <laughs> yes. Use.
0: I did not fall. I mean, I know I'm rewatching this, but I don't remember any of this stuff. So, like, I, I immediately was like, no, she's probably misspelling that, and it's probably friend.
1: Yeah, because she seemed like a nice person. Yeah. She wouldn't say that to Veronica that her mother was a terrible yeah. person. Yeah. And no
0: matter what to kind of she like, said, yes. Did. She was kind of sweetly <laughs> telling her this, like, as if she's like, oh, I remember <laughs> your mother. She was a fiend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yes, that is not the demeanor you would have uh, if you were using the word fiend.
0: And this is a deaf actress. Uh, her name is Terry Lynn Sachetti.
1: Uh, she seems familiar. Yeah, she was
0: in the Angel episode, Magic Bullet.
1: <gasps> oh.
0: Yep. And so, yeah, Veronica does the title call. She says, My Mom, the Fiend, uh, rather than My Mother. So Moorhead says v- Leanne was vicious And brings uh, Veronica to see Trina And who he greets Yeah, really there's warmly. a lot
1: of <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of It just depends on whose perspective we're getting
0: mm-hmm. We find out Trina has been hired to direct Hamlet For Neptune High or some sort of Hamlet thing I wish we could have seen more yeah. of that but
1: <laughs> Macbeth, Hamlet It was Hamlet I get them mixed up Hamlet, the one with the skull.
0: Yes, because yeah, she takes a header of the skull. <laughs> Trina tells Veronica excitedly that uh, Evan Rachel Wood is going to be playing Veronica in the movie, but of course not. They're not going to call her Veronica because they won't. Her and her dad won't sign off on the movie. Uh, yeah,
1: Trina just doesn't. She just thinks everybody is all caught up in. <laughs> The world of Hollywood. You know, did you not read about it in the trades? (laughs) Oh, how could I have missed it? She
0: tells her to audition for this Hamlet thing that she's directing. And uh, because I wasn't sure if it was actually Hamlet or some sort of version of Hamlet or something, I don't know. Mm
1: -hmm, Veronica says, Oh, I'm not
0: an actor. Trina says, The play is my master and I am its whore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, Veronica is an actor, she acts all the time. Yep.
0: So, yeah, Veronica continues with the case, looking up Leanne's old friend Patty, and Patty drops the bombshell that uh, Jake possibly got Celeste pregnant 25 years ago because she said she was pregnant, and the love child disappeared when she came back for prom. And was Leanne dumped because of the pregnancy, or did she say Celeste was pregnant uh, because she was dumped? So Veronica asks Keith about Leanne, and um, he just is like, oh, you know, she loved you, you loved her, that's what counts. And that's when not uh, you, you. You wouldn't be you. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Uh. Buh, 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 buh. Yeah. Oh yeah. He does give her the info that uh, the there was a baby born and left in the girls' bathroom during prom. So. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Veronica then goes to Duncan to drop off the baby that they have. It's they had together, and <laughs> Duncan <laughs> says he's surprised his mom never got Lily one you know, to scare her and Veronica finds humor in that and then starts talking smack about Celeste. When Celeste comes walking (laughs) to the door with her assistant Astrid Astrid, the red herring, uh, (laughs) the claws come out and Veronica starts referencing babies being left at proms. I, and honestly, if Celeste did leave her baby at the prom, this would be really kind of an evil thing to, to be like cutting into her about, you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Celeste is nasty and has treated Veronica terribly, but yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty mean.
0: And yeah, this is another one of For those. This her is her. one of those things where, like, Veronica gets so like involved in how much in her own like anger that she almost like you know t- goes a little bit too far in, in it. You know. Um, so yeah, um, Veronica bet- pretends to be. Uh, an adult PI I love her sitting at, at Keith's desk With Veronica Mars <laughs> <laughs> Private investigator or, B, or PI or whatever And the adoption lady says uh, The client uh, Says that it basically implies Who the baby is and that it's Trina Eccles And it's like oh man what a bombshell I I honestly wasn't, didn't even, wasn't even thinking about that I was like oh, it, oh it's no. fun that Trina's In this episode I wasn't even thinking that she was The mystery kid <laughs> But um, so she tells Sh- she tells Trina after trying to, like, trap her into making some sort of uh, crazy h- plea from the hospital bed to sell to the tabloids to shame Celeste.
1: Yeah, that was that weird. That was
0: just, again, really <laughs> kind of a mean thing to do if that was the truth, you know?
1: Yeah, that was very, very involved. Very complicated. I love that
0: Trina, Trina thinks she's being punked. She's like, Ashton, Ashton, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Is Ashton gonna come out? Uh Punked was a show hosted by Ashton Kutcher where they would play practical jokes on celebrities. Um, okay. But then Trina's just like, Oh, she calls Veronica a rascal. It says go ahead, turn the whole thing into the tabloids. I don't mind. She oh loves yeah, she loves the, she loves it. the headlines. So uh, yeah, Veronica does it, and then she shows Veronica, she shows Trina this, and then Mary busts in, and she's really upset. And she, she's going to donate bone marrow to Trina to save her, and says that she's her mom. And then made it, Then and then Mary tells Veronica that Leanne was her friend and was the sweetest, coolest girl in school. And Veronica tells Trina goes through the whole story with Trina, so we find out. Mary Mary told Leanne she was having an affair with a faculty member. Leanne asked Hauser for advice, but she blabbed at all over school, and they were both suspended because Leanne said it was made up to you know keep her promise to Mary. And Mary was scared, left the baby on the father's doorstep, and then the father was the one who left the baby at the girls' in the girls' room at the prom. And who was the father? It was Principal Moorhead. What? Mm-hmm. And Trina blows up. At Moorhead in front of the entire faculty oh, Why was she angry Just that he kept it yeah. A secret he, he dumped her in a girl's bathroom <laughs> During the prom oh, and, okay. To avoid his own responsibility Yeah um, And then Veronica tells Clemens that She knows that he wanted her to figure it out And then he won't admit any She says that's even more badass <laughs> And that's when it's revealed that now this was all play, so Clemens could become principal, like some Game of Thrones shit, right there. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah." But how did he? How did he know for sure? I mean, just I know Veronica Mars, and I know she's nosy, and she will not pass up
0: nope. the
1: chance to. I mean, I guess that's what he was he thinking. Set that, he he set know. that
0: record within sight of her, gave her detention, and that was that was why it was so strange that he was like giving her detention out of blue for something that happened like, weeks yeah, ago.
1: Remember that? Yeah, remember that incident six months ago? Yeah. I'm
0: giving you detention. Uh, I will have to say uh, that. Well, I'll just say it. Um, this is Allison Hannigan's last episode.
1: <laughs> oh. Well I mean she got a lot of screen time She got a lot of, a lot of story
0: uh, Jason Doring said that He had a special connection with Hannigan on set We get together we just tease each other She sucker punches me There's just a total I don't know We have a sister brother thing going on I've never had that kind of connection with an actress before It totally works And Doring also noted that Hannigan responded strongly To any spoilers that she was given During the filming of an episode So she <laughs> must have been a fan of Veronica Mars too Mm-hmm. Um, Hannigan was open to appearing in another episode But she was unsure whether or not her busy schedule Would allow it um, Because uh, This is the year that she gets a starring role On How I Met Your Mother so, uh
1: good times
0: uh, You know, back when it was good When it was <laughs> before, funny and good All that time before and, the finale and- <laughs>
1: Yes, when it was Inventive and new and fresh mm-hmm. And something we had never saw before I looked before, at my wife and I was like, this friends. is our
0: friends This is our friends This
1: is friends for the new generation yeah.
0: um, She said She felt that her character's arc had come to a natural Close in this episode uh, Rob Thomas said uh, Due to her busy schedule, it was difficult to write an episode Featuring Allison um, It's Because we don't Exactly know what her free days are Even the episode that we did with her There was a huge kerfuffle we actually had to slide that storyline one episode down from when we originally wrote it. We loved having Allison on the show, and I'm sure we'll again someday if she's willing. Because we had a lot of fun with her, but we have nothing booked with her right now. So,
1: bye, Allison Hannigan. It was it was nice seeing her do something
0: completely mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm.
1: It's completely different from Willow and completely different from Lily.
0: I have I have a uh, another Allison Hannigan story. Um, there was a um, there was an ad on the Disney channel. My kids are watching, you know, whatever nons- nonsense, yeah is
1: Constantly 24. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: No, it's Disney channels. Great. It's the YouTube kids that I can't stand. <laughs> Disney, I'd, <laughs> I'd rather them watch. Like I would get tired of Disney channel if it wasn't for YouTube kids. And that is the worst. Um, uh, so yeah, the kids are super excited. They're they're and they see, they see a commercial for, um, they're doing a live action Kim possible movie. Um, and I'd never watched the cartoon. You know, it was past my time or whatever. It was
1: you right, yeah. It was but, too too young. It's funny. It's us. like
0: something that they're rev- they're reviving something that was still uh-huh. something that I was too old for it first came out. <laughs> but the funny thing is how it all connects. Is uh, you know, my, my kids are like, "Oh, I want to watch that." You know, so I um, clicked on the thing to record it on the DVR, brought up the title screen, and I noticed that Allison Hannigan is actually one of the cast members. Is she the mother? She's
1: Is she Kim Possible's mother? So I guess mother? she
0: must be playing Kim Possible's mother. Oh god! <laughs> so we're really old. We're so old. And the girls, the girls were like, "Oh, so excited about seeing this!" And I was like, "Hey, I might watch it with you guys. You know, if you have it on, because uh, there's somebody I like in there, and you know, it's going to be the the mother character. She's played by an actress I like. Her name's Allison Hannigan. And my 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 Juliet, my little one, looks at me. She's like, Allison Hannigan." Like Alice in Wonderland? I was like, "What's no, her name. Allison. Allison. Not Alice-in. Because <laughs> she, she was just kind of like, what's a Hanigan? It's not like a Wonderland. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, so, shall we get to the mic drop of this episode? And then yes. I will reveal to you the really, really heavy mic drop that, that uh, could have happened. So, all right. Um,
1: what? Oh, yeah. Something even more shocking. Holy
0: cow. So, uh Veronica is called to the hospital to pick up Abel Kunz's things because I don't know. <laughs> But whatever, it, it <laughs> gets a, her there Just
1: a reason to get her ex- to the her hospital uh-huh. She
0: checks on Meg and it turns out she's got two heart monitors And, I, and re- she reveals that she's got a large belly And Veronica <sighs> and right, Veronica Veronica's like, what? And then leaves And then right before the closing credits uh, Meg opens her eyes So we're going to find out what happened What do you think happened, Steph? <laughs> what do you mean? Why is she pregnant? Why is Duncan acting so weird <laughs> What could that letter have been about
1: That she's pregnant With Duncan's baby <laughs> That's the reason Duncan's been so preoccupied uh-huh. And
0: and the whole baby thing
1: Cause wasn't it this episode That Duncan was like missing for a couple of days And she she called Duncan And said uh, am I going to see you on a Float in a parade <laughs>
0: yeah, It was one of these episodes yeah Yep <laughs> All right, so I'm going to tell you the heavier mic drop.
1: Or it could it could have been that her father what? raped oh her. My God! Or it could have been that she went on a boat and spoke to Jay with the dad. <gasps> That's true. Meg would Meg would not do what that. What
0: about it? Could have been Steve Gutenberg.
1: What?
0: Yeah, Woody Goodman. Woody, not such what? a good man, got her pregnant. What? How? What? She babysat for them too. I was just trying to think of all the likely suspects But to me, it seems pretty obvious Of what the leaks of the show is implying That it's Duncan, that's the father And we've got some Mm -hmm. trouble ahead For Veronica Hashtag Veronica Uh, So, here's the heavier mic drop Oh no Um, I'm scared This episode was promoted with an alternate ending That would only be able to be seen on AOL Well, I will tell you It is also on the TV And Holy crap! <laughs> so, Veronica goes in the hospital room, sees that Meg's pregnant, and mm-hmm. um, then she hears uh, she hears somebody approaching the hospital room. She sneaks behind the door, and she hears Mrs. Manning come in. "Mommy's here, mommy's here," and she hears Mrs. Manning talking to um, Meg, you know, the unconscious mm-hmm. Meg, and then she leaves. And, as Veronica is stepping out from behind the door, the heart monitor suddenly flatlines. Veronica comes back into the room and sees that Meg is dead with a pillow over her face. Ver- Veronica grabs the pillow just as a nurse runs in and says, "What did you do?" And then it comes to credits <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I, I was I was not expecting that. So, no. so, Rob Thomas commented that the alternate ending was never going to be the actual cl- conclusion to the episode. He said, "We never seriously considered having that be the ending. There were various other Good. endings we did have, but they were so subtly different. It was like when does Veronica enter the room?" The idea is to promote the alternate ending. The idea to promote the alternate ending was a joint venture from UPN Promotions and executive producer Joel Silver. After Thomas learned that the others wanted an alternate ending, he decided to make it very different from the episode's actual conclusion. And cheesy. <laughs> but once we could, he says, "quote But once we could have a very different alternate ending, we thought let's make it rock." <laughs> the, the beauty of having yeah. that alternate ending is that we don't have to play it out in the next episode. <laughs> uh, so it's just like, whoa. yeah, because that
1: would, be, yeah, that would lead to you know being arrested. Yeah, Veronica is... Blah, blah, so blah,
0: now blah. Veronica and Logan same, are same. sitting in jail together, both accused of murder. <laughs> together, you know? yeah. Oh my God. So yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. So no, Meg is actually alive. <laughs> just, just like pretty dark too. Just you know, Meg. Of course, you know the Mannings are uh, locking the the other daughter in 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 a secret room. So um, it isn't that surprising that she'd smother her child. <laughs> But it's super dark, so that is
1: so. Yeah. M- mystery solved. Why Duncan's so preoccupied?
0: Uh, from what it's this this ending seems to imply, yeah, yeah. I mean, if and so
1: we have to see: does Meg wake up and her and Duncan get back together? And mm-hmm. it's just always something keeping Duncan and Veronica from being together. Yep
0: or what we have we also have Logan and Weevils um, alliance secret alliance and see what happens with that we have Kendall being in charge of Beaver's money we have Dick possibly get, getting together with Gia you know that's that's horrifying as well <laughs> Gia deserves so much better <laughs> <laughs> we, we also still have to find out the who who killed the kids on the bus There's so many things that are And was
1: was Veronica? Was it meant for Veronica?
0: And of course.
1: And is Goodman a good man? mm -hmm.
0: And um, also um, a question that uh, was repeated several times in the wire: Where's Wallace? Where's Wallace?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wallace hasn't been on because he's moved to Chicago with his dad. Is he gone Uh,
0: forever? He's not. He's still in the main credits.
1: Uh huh, Tessa Thompson. Tessa we have seen her in yeah. a, several episodes. Um, we'll see.
0: You have the names of the next three episodes in front of you. <laughs> I do. If you don't, if you
1: don't, uh, go okay. ahead.
0: Uh, the next episode is called "One Angry Veronica." Whoa, mm-hmm. Wonder what's she angry about? That Duncan's been hiding a baby from her. Maybe uh, Next episode is called "Donut Run." And the third episode we'll be talking about Is called Richard and Wallace Go to White Castle (laughs) So And I think it's by then we'll be halfway through Veronica Mars Yep,
1: looks like it
0: So we'll see you all Uh, Did you have anything else to say,
1: Steph?
0: I think that's it Do you want to remind any iZombie listeners That we I am still Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays Watching iZombie with friends At 11pm Eastern Time Look at our Twitter and our Facebook group For links if you want to join in the fun uh, We just watched uh, um, We're just wrapping up season one actually uh, Tonight's episode Which is Thursday when we're recording Is uh, Astro Burgers I'm really looking forward to that one So, Anyway Uh, We'll see you next time on uh, the iZombie podcast slash we don't want to (laughs) wait. Bye. Bye.